America. Drowning in information, starving for wisdom. The Kate Daly Show starts now. So, so here's my question. Is there hope, or better yet, data, that getting this third booster shot could actually prevent transmission? So there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. Where Chinese officials took samples over a year ago. And why has the data not been shared? No, they didn't isolate as a virus. That's the issue. And what we found, as you'll see in this report, are over 120 patented pieces of evidence to suggest that the declaration of a novel coronavirus was actually entirely a fallacy. There was no novel coronavirus. Hoping to avoid further violence and bloodshed, the public is to be pressured into accepting measures that will move the country gradually and legally toward communism, but without calling it that. The strategy of the proletarian revolution calls for the quiet conversion of our government into a communist regime but under the banner of socialism. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show live today on a Thursday. I have Uncle Milty. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Uh, welcome to the show. Go to katedalyshow.com for all the podcasts and uh, check out the sponsors because they're amazing patriots. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm only going to choose patriots. You know that. And of course, welcome. And you know it's Thursday. So we have uh, such a uh, fun-packed show for you today and so much knowledge coming your way. Wisdom, if you will, from the opening liner. I have Chris Ann Hall, the constitutional expert and attorney, popular speaker all over the country. And uh, boy, by the way, she has the Chris Ann Hall Show and LibertyFirstSociety.com is the website you should go to uh, for some more knowledge. Uh, hi, Chris Ann Hall. How are you? Hey, Kate. Hey, Uncle Milty. Hi. Glad to have you with us today. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. My gosh. Uh, what do you want to start with? Because there's so much at hand. We, you want to start with uh, our rights? You want to, you want to, where do you want to go? Sure. Yeah, let's talk about well, that. Well, I mean, it, it, I think it's worth briefly noting that there is absolutely nothing in the Constitution of the United States that allows Congress to issue a continuing resolution to do anything. They either pass a, a law for spending or they don't. There's no continuing resolution. Mm. And I think the American people should be highly disturbed at the fact that they're using an unconstitutional measure to uh, suspend the debt ceiling, which is unconstitutional mm -hmm. to begin with, uh, while simultaneously contemplating increasing spending for $4 trillion. Yeah, about that. Um, can, and I, can I be that guy that just says, look, if we actually had a constitutionally running government, we'd be operating at a surplus and not a deficit? Yeah. Wow. What happened to our republic? I cry. I cry for our republic and what's going on. I, you just can't yeah. even imagine. I also tendency. Yeah. That's what happened to our republic, unfortunately. Absolutely. You know, the military um, is told now that their religious exemptions will be scrutinized with the chaplain giving orders and, and, and actually inspecting your faith to see just how faithful you are. Okay. Um, and yeah. you almost cannot believe what they're going to put the military through, too. And you used to be military. How did you what did you what were your thoughts on that? You know, Kate, just because you're in the military doesn't suspend your rights. There are certain waivers of, and suspensions of rights that occur, but the Supreme Court and the DOD and each branch in and of itself has separate pieces of orders and opinions and, mm -hmm. and et cetera that actually protect 
specifically religious liberty. As a matter of fact, the the army, in, you know, in, in addition to the First Amendment mm-hmm. to the Constitution, in a, in addition to the Religious Freedom Protection Act, in addition to uh, what we have in our courts mm-hmm. that are securing the religious liberty of our soldiers and our service members, the 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 army has three separate orders that secure religious liberty. The Navy has four separate orders. The Air Force has three separate orders. The Navy and the Marine Corps, they're the same. There is absolutely no authority to scrutinize someone's religious beliefs when asking for exemption. As a matter of fact, Kate, mm-hmm. the, well, anybody who would know the First Amendment would understand this, but the Supreme Court actually siding with the First Amendment says you don't even have to be a member of an organized religion, and your, your firmly held religious beliefs do not even have to be rational or logical. They just have to be yours. Woo! I just got chills. Amen. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, what a great point, Uncle yeah. Milty. Yeah, the the uh, Biden administration announced yesterday that if you get a if you get a discharged because of a refusal to take a vaccine, they want to give you a dishonorable discharge too. You know, that's a bunch of malarkey because I've actually read the internal documents of the services, and the internal documents of the services actually say that right now, and I'm not saying in the future, but right now, mm-hmm. no UCMJ is available. They're not even, they said non-judicial dismissals are not even available right now. There will be no, according to these internal documents, no discipline for people who are requesting religious exemptions. And that's because these, the leaders of these branches understand the rules that I just told you about. Jeez. Religious liberty of our service members is one of the most protected liberties that exist for service members and we have to understand the first amendment prohibits government from establishing religion and the very thought that a commander who works for the government or the commander in chief in the white house has the authority to scrutinize religion is the actual exercise of establishing religion wow wow (laughs) Wow. Uh, well, somebody wow. better tell a Biden administration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! No, because gosh. they don't care, right? Because yeah. the commanders, yeah. including the president and his mm-hmm. administration, their entire operation, their entire, entire M.O. is bullying the ignorant out of fear to surrender their rights because right. they know they don't have an authority to force it. You're right. Amen. No, you're exactly right. It's to get the other person to back off and surrender and yeah. give up and walk. Yep, you're exactly right on that. And I know and you that's do- why, Kate, what we're doing here is so important right? because we've got to get this out. I mean, I have been pulling 18 hours a day, seven days a week, yeah. pushing out information, helping people. I've got service. Me- I have memorandums that I'm handing out to service members. Uh, that's how I know about all these orders. I've done all the research. We're, we're really, really working hard to get the proper information and the education out. The, the, the unbiased information, by the way, that our government should be handing out, we're working hard to do that. And, you know, that's why I love you, Kate, because you have a heart like that, too. Wow. And we want people to, to be able to have the liberty that America was founded upon. Right. Thank and you. And hence your latest daily journal, How to Protect Your Rights Today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so uh, in in that daily journal show, I, I 
give you the premise, the preface this, look, I'm going to give you the legal arguments mm-hmm. because, hey, I am not uh, in favor of government mandating. I don't think government has the authority to mandate these things. But we have to talk about practical uh, legal solutions. Right. And so you have solutions. We've already sort of talked about it from a military aspect. But from a civilian aspect, the Civil Rights of 1974 says that every employee has the right to a religious exemption. And so everyone should be requesting a religious exemption. Yes. Yeah. And people need to understand because we have employers bullying people too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. People need to understand that once you, and this is key, Kate, once you put in your assertion of your religious objection, mm-hmm. the burden of proof then shifts to your employer, not shifts to you to prove your religious exemption. Merely stating your religious objection is enough, according to the First Amendment, according to the state constitutions, according to the Supreme Court. The burden then shifts to the employer to prove that accommodating you would be an undue hardship. Now, the word is undue, Kate. Mm-hmm. Not, they are not to be free from all hardships. So what if it's an inconvenience to you? You have to prove that it is an, an inconvenience of such great sort that it's undue. Wow. And for two years, our businesses have been operating with reasonable alternatives to a vaccination. So there is no legitimate argument for not offering a religious exemption. Wow. Terrific. I know. I'm turning this into a short cast, by the way, so everyone can share this because you're right. It's that language. Go ahead. Yeah. There's another aspect of securing your rights. Mm -hmm. And you, we, this is part of what I covered on that show. I actually highlighted your rumble video about what happened to your husband. Excellent. And what I, what in the show, what I told people is, look, securing your rights in the workplace is good, but you have to understand that you have rights in the hospital as well. When you go into the hospital, you are the ruler of your health, not the doctors. And so there's some key things that people have to do. The first minute, and I mean this most literally, the first minute you're in the hospital, the first thing you say to the administrator is, I want a copy of the patient bill of rights. Yes. Yes. They now legally can, have to give it yeah, to you. You can usually get them online, but mm-hmm. you want them to know that you know there's a patient bill of rights. Because when you read that patient bill of rights, you'll find out you are in command of your treatment, not the hospital. That you have the right to a second opinion and you don't have to be... Uh, run over like a freight train by some doctors. You have a right to determine your treatment. You are not a slave and a subject to a hospital system. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Gosh, I could not have said it better myself. And uh, we also have right to try. And I can't believe they're throwing people out of the hospital for just objecting to the NIH uh, Kevorkian protocol. And uh, people are thrown out and not able to advocate uh, on, and, and then put on trespassing charges if they come near the hospital. I don't think they have a right to do that to somebody. No, because if you see, that's why I said the very first minute you demand the patient bill of rights. Because even though you can get it online, you don't need them to hand you a copy. The very expression of that demand puts them on notice that you know that you have rights. Mm -hmm. Those patient bill of rights are violated 
yeah. when they throw you out for not agreeing to the treatment. As a matter of fact, the Patient Bill of Rights expressly explains that you are in charge of your treatment, not the doctors. It even says you have the right to a, a second opinion, which means if you have a doctor outside the healthcare system of mm-hmm. that hospital who's going to help you with, like, really viable treatment, mm-hmm. the hospital, according to the Patient Bill of Rights, must turn over your records to that doctor and allow that doctor to become involved and they don't and they don't they don't my doctor told me a couple weeks ago she was not allowed to come see me in the hospital what yeah but that's because you have to assert the rights in the patient bill of rights you have to show them look Mm -hmm. i have a right to a second opinion this is my second opinion you will let my doctor in here right absolutely chris because if they violate that now they're subject to lawsuits Yep, Chris Ann Hall, the Chris Ann Hall Show, LibertyFirstSociety.com. I mean, bravo. Yep. <laughs> All I can say is bravo. Uh, thank you, Chris Ann Hall. Amazing. Amazing. She she works her tail off. Let me just tell you, for over a decade, decade decade now, speaking across the country. Be right back.